What's going on guys? It's your boy Scrub here back again with another video. Hope you guys are having a great day. I know I am. Today I'm going to be uh, telling you guys a story. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. That I actually experienced when I was camping with my cousin and something happened that I don't really know how to explain to this day, but it was pretty horrifying. It's been a while since I've done a scary story time, but I see comments saying when's the next one, so uh, here's the answer to that question today. I think it'll be something you guys enjoy, and uh, be sure to press the like button if you have ever drank H2O before. Yeah, that's right, all of you, and without further ado, let's get into it. Alright, I have a cousin who is a very outdoorsy man. He's like one of the dudes who just loves to hike nine days out into the wilderness, stay there for a week, hike back out, and the only thing he takes with him is a knife, just like the most insane outdoor dude ever. And I have like camping gear. I'm not Les Stroud, I'm not Bear Grylls by any means, like don't call me Survivor Man, but I've camped before, like that's basically my outdoor experience, but whatever, on the 4th of July we were hanging out and he was like hey let's go on like a little three-day camping trip thing it'll be really fun we'll hike out into the woods we'll have to drive a bit to go to a place that has woods but it'll be a great time and uh, I was like sure why not went home next day got a couple videos done and was like let's go baby Let let's get this camp on so uh, I go over to my cousin's house and he's got gear and I brought some of my own gear and he's like all right we're gonna drive to a, a state pretty nearby and uh, they have these woods here, we're gonna park here, and we're gonna hike eight hours in, so we're in like a super remote place. And I was like, all right, man, uh, whatever you say. But I did warn him that an eight hour hike for him is probably like a 12 hour hike for me, you know? I'm not saying that I can't do it, but I definitely am not gonna be able to just be sprinting up a mountain like, oh, this is a great morning workout, oh, this is better than cereal. Like, I, I don't know, man, that's just not me. And he was like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. It would usually take me about six, so I figured eight. And I was like, all right, that's fair. We get in the car and we're driving there, and he starts telling me about how the last time that he camped out here and we were going to hike to where he camped last time, there was some things that he had seen that were pretty weird, and he was hoping to see them again. Which was not very comforting to me, you know? Like I said, I've been camping before, but I definitely had never hiked, like, miles out into the middle of nowhere to just uh, have a good time. And especially if I had ever hiked out into the middle of nowhere and started seeing a bunch of weird things, the last thing I would ever want to do is go back, but I guess my cousin was like, well, whatever. I'm the more experienced outdoorsman. If all uh, else fails, I can just uh, sacrifice Ryan to the wood demon that we're going to be fighting, and it'll all be good. And listen, uh, if that would have happened, I wouldn't have been here, so I didn't get sacrificed to the wood demon. We're all good. Either way, I'm definitely curious as to what he saw, so I asked him, like, well, what weird things did you see? And he just said he would hear weird things at night, and he would wake up, and stuff would be moved around, but nothing would be taken, and, uh, 
I definitely did not like the sound of that. Like, that's pretty weird. When he said he had seen weird things, I'm thinking more like, oh, I saw an unidentified flying object in the sky, probably a meteor. I didn't realize that he was hearing things at night and things were being moved around. This definitely wasn't making me feel more comfortable, but at the same time, I didn't want to look like a chicken in front of my cousin. I know, everyone's like, wow, you know, I, I would have just let him know I was scared. I'm not afraid to look like I'm scared. Good for you, man. My cousin's very intimidating, and I wanted him to think I was cool. I don't regret it, because it was fun. But yeah, I was freaking out on the inside, but on the outside, I'm trying to play it cool as a cucumber. I'm like, oh yeah, that'd be really cool to see in my mind, though. I really hope that doesn't happen. So, uh, eventually we get to the spot where we're gonna leave the car, so we get out, we get all of our stuff, and he's like, alright, let's go, and we just start hiking. And the hike really wasn't that bad, like, thankfully, I guess he had kind of thought about the fact that I don't have a ton of experience hiking for, like, eight hours with 50 pounds of crap on my back, because it was basically straight. I mean, there was some incline, obviously, but we would go up an incline, come down a decline for a bit, which, that part kind of sucked, but it wasn't an insane incline. There was no mountain climbing. I didn't have to, like, climb rocks or anything. It wasn't that bad. We ended up getting there in, like, seven hours. Which, sure, it was slower than he would have gone, but, like, it wasn't as slow as he expected me to be. I was a little bit proud of myself, and, uh, the first thing I notice when we get to this spot is that it is desolate, man. Like, there is nothing around, and that is obvious to anyone who has done this stuff. I'm sorry that I'm a total noob at it, but when you hike for hours and hours into the middle of nowhere, it's insane how desolate it is, and it's really, really weird how, like, quiet it is. Not absolutely silent, you know, but it's weird that you don't hear cars, you don't hear planes, really. You don't really hear anything from, like, the human world. Which, for people that spend a lot of time in the woods, is probably like, no, duh, that's why it's so great. But I had never really been in a situation where it was this desolate before. So, uh, we start setting up the camp, and there's this little clearing. And as we're setting up the camp, my cousin is like, alright, so here's the plant. There's uh, a creek about that way, so we'll go get water after we set up camp. And... After that, I figured we'd set up a fire, cook dinner, and just get a good night's rest because we hiked all day. And I'm like, all right, that's fine with me. So we set up the camp, and that probably takes us about an hour. And we had decided to just bring a two-person tent just because it was easier to not have to lug a one-person tent each. So we get that all set up. We set up everything, and uh, we take our food. We throw it up over a tree just in case any bears decide to come 1v1 us. Notice how I said 1v1, all right? Because my cousin is the one that's going to be taken on the bear. He would have gone full Leonardo DiCaprio in The Revenant Man. I would have been standing there like, bear, bear, bear. That's a joke. Obviously, I would try to help my cousin if a bear attacked, but we just wanted to avoid it. So we put our food up in the tree, and we start going down to this creek with our, like, jugs of water, like these big containers of water, and we had brought water purification tablets. So we go down to this creek, we get the water, and it was maybe a 15-minute hike away from the site, which meant that it was just far enough away where it was out of eyesight. We couldn't really see it anymore. And we're getting the water, and we come back up, and the first thing that we both notice as soon as we get back to the camping site is that things have definitely been shifted around a little bit. 
not a ton. It's not like everything's all flipped upside down, like something an animal had rampaged through our site, but definitely enough for us to notice that things had been moved. For example, like, it, this is really weird, I swear, bro. I don't understand. Maybe he had someone out there pranking me, bro. I still don't know. Our sleeping bags had been, like, on certain sides of the tent, and we had had all of our stuff. And just our sleeping bags had switched sides. All of our stuff was still on the sides we had left it on, just to confirm that that's how we had set it up before we left and now the sleeping bags are switched on top of that like coolers were just flipped around like we had the openings facing towards where we were going to be sitting so they would be easier to open they were like not full of anything yet because we had left the food up in the tree you know but we had just kind of situated them that way and they were flipped around so that was weird and i started to panic a little bit in my brain i still wasn't gonna outwardly panic until i saw my cousin's reaction but in my mind i'm like oh i don't want to stay here bro like i'm ready to put my pack on and hike back out i'm really not trying to be dealing with this whatsoever i know it's probably a bad idea to hike that much at night but i'm not really trying to stay here after what's already going down and my cousin looks at me and he seems a little bit freaked out like I can just see it in his face and he goes okay that's definitely definitely really weird and I just say like what should we do because I don't really know what we should do and I'm really hoping he's gonna say we should leave and he looks up and he says well I don't really want to stay here but it's definitely too uh, dark to hike back so we're gonna have to stay the night and immediately I just get this bad feeling in my stomach like oh man I really do not want to have to deal with this this is not gonna be pleasant I don't really know what's gonna go down tonight but I just have a bad feeling and I'm like are you sure we're gonna be safe if we do that and he says yeah yeah for sure but the way he says yeah yeah for sure is like mm, I don't know hopefully and so uh, we kind of just set up camp, we make a little fire, we make food, and the entire time you can tell both of us are insanely paranoid because our head is just like consistently on a swivel. Not that it's ever a fantastic idea to totally let your guard down when you're in the middle of nowhere, but you know when you're just like feeling like you're being watched so you're just way too aware of everything going on around you? Every little noise, every time a bird would fly, we both like snap our heads towards that direction and it's obvious we're both freaked out and we're just kind of avoiding talking about it because it almost felt like and this makes no sense I just didn't want to talk about it because it felt like if I said anything about it I was gonna like you know make it angry I don't know what it was I just did not want to talk about it so we're just kind of talking about life and whatnot and it had been a long time since I had spent time with my cousin so uh, we're talking and the conversations good as long as like you know nothing's moving obviously it takes us a little bit to get through conversations because we're both pretty paranoid but it was a pretty good time I'm talking to my cousin and uh, by the time that we kind of finish food get everything all like packed up again throw the food back over the tree it's dark now and we are out in the middle of nowhere so it's like dark dark and we're both starting to get insanely tired because we had hiked all day so uh, we decide to go in the tent put out the fire and just like go to bed get it over with and hike out first thing in the morning and we had just kind of avoided talking about it, but the air was that we were both scared. And I was more scared because my cousin was scared. Like, this was a guy that did this all the time. This was literally his thing, bro. Dude could probably have a show on the Discovery Channel. And he was ready to hike out first thing in the morning. That didn't make me feel more comfortable about the situation. But whatever, we get into the tent. 
And uh, one of the first things I noticed is my cousin has like a giant knife up by his pillow. And maybe that's something he does all the time, but I kind of was like, oh, all right, it's like that. So I get my knife, not very large, and just keep it by my pillow just because I don't know, man. I'm already freaked out. I would rather just be safe than not be safe. I don't think I'm going to have to use it. But it was more peace of mind than anything. And uh, I start trying to go to sleep, and I just can't sleep at all. My anxiety about the situation is is uh, pretty high and what really sucked is it was like my body was exhausted I really wanted to sleep but my brain was just like nah I'm not gonna let that happen I think everyone's been in that situation you know like you ever been uh, in a moment where you have to wake up early the next morning and you're trying to go to sleep the night before but your brain's like I'm just gonna keep you up till 5 a.m. because I hate you so I'm just laying there insanely paranoid and I finally fall asleep it's probably like 2 3 in the morning at this point and uh, as soon as I fall asleep I hear something and my eyes open up and immediately I see my cousin sit up so I sit up too because I'm like oh all right it's going down you know if we're all springing up from our sleep here something's happening And immediately we look at each other and we're both being quiet so we can hear what it is. And it sounds like something is walking towards the tent. Slowly, but it's definitely something moving towards the tent. And I don't know how to explain this, but it just sounded like like a person walking towards us, something on two legs. Just the way that it was moving, the speed, like the, I I don't know how to explain it. It just didn't sound like it was an animal walking towards the tent. And so we're listening to it get closer and closer to the tent. And we're both just wide-eyed staring at each other and then back out of the tent and then each other and back out of the tent. And there had uh, been, like, potential rainstorms in the area when we had left, so we had put the rain cover over the tent, so we couldn't see anything. Like, we are in the tent, all we can do is hear this thing walking up to the tent. And it feels like the longest, probably 30 seconds of my life, as this thing is just getting closer and closer to the tent, and it gets right outside of the tent, like, the footsteps are as close as it can be, and it just stops. And no other sound happens, it's just apparently standing right outside the tent, so my cousin looks at me, and he puts his finger over his lips to say like be quiet and he didn't have to tell me to be quiet I wasn't gonna start yelling out like hey man come on in we're having a slumber party no whatever is outside in the woods in the middle of the night as far away from the road as we are walking up to tents silently I do not want to interact with whatsoever even if it's a nice guy it's not a nice situation you're putting me in but we just are sitting there quietly and like I have my hand on my knife just in case whatever it is starts trying to come into the tent and as we're sitting there whatever's outside the tent isn't trying to unzip the entrance or anything what I see is just like two shapes kind of pushing in on the side of the tent and it's very obviously like hands kind of pushing into the tent and pulling down I don't know If you've ever seen someone kind of push on that type of fabric before, it's just kind of obvious when there's something putting pressure on it. And so whatever's outside is pushing on the tent and kind of sliding its hands down. And at this point, I'm probably two inches away from pooping my pants. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, I wouldn't even have been scared. I would have been hyped. Well, good for you, bro. I was freaking out because we're in the middle of nowhere and this thing just walked up to our tent and is now just putting its hands on the sides and rubbing it down the side. And if you've ever, like, felt that tent fabric, you know that if you push it and kind of slide your hands down, it makes that, like, shh noise as your hand is sliding down. And that noise is kind of just sliding down the tent. And me and my cousin are just staring at this movement down the side of the tent. 
and it gets down to about our eye level and then it just stops. And my cousin and I are still just quiet, not reacting at all. We didn't know if there was like a lot of people outside the tent. We don't even know what it is. Either way, we're not about to let it know that we're awake. We don't want to get into a fight. And the last thing either of us is going to do is get outside of the tent right now. I've seen enough scary movies to know that you never leave the location where it appears to be safe. If it wants to come into the tent, there's two of us. I, I like our chances better in the tent than just like, oh, I'll try to fight whatever is out there. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. By myself. But we are just crapping ourselves. I'm like sweating, dude. My heart is racing. I literally was like, oh, I'm going to die. This is, this is how it goes out. And after it takes its hands off the tent once it's at our eye level, it doesn't walk away. It's just standing there. And so the suspense is literally like you could probably cut it with a knife. Just that in the air, just tension. And finally, it's standing out there for probably two minutes, but it just feels like eternity because we're waiting for it to walk away. And we hear it take like three steps away, and then we hear some of our stuff being shifted around in the camp. And it's not insanely loud, but at this point, we're so on edge, our adrenaline's rushing so hard that like, you know, you get into that mode where you can just pay better attention to things. You're just noticing every minute little detail, and I'm just hearing things kind of get shifted and dragged along the dirt. And we still don't really know what to do. It's the middle of the night. It's pitch black outside. We don't know what it is, how many of them there are. We're just sitting here just waiting for it to leave. And after probably another five minutes of shifting around our stuff, we hear the footsteps leaving the camp. And after an hour of just sitting there in the silence, not wanting to make any noise just in case it was like nearby or something or it had faked walking away just to see if we would come out of the tent, my cousin looks at me and whispers really quietly, like, what was that? And I look at him like, dude, you're the one who spends all your time in the woods. You think I'm going to be the expert on whatever that was? You told me that this was going to be a great time. You said some things were weird went down. You didn't tell me that there was going to be something trying to break into the tent in the middle of the night. No offense, but I probably would have said no to coming with you if you would have been honest with me about what was going to happen when I got here. Being haunted by a wood demon was not on my uh, bucket list. But I tell him, I don't know. I don't know. Like, what do you mean you don't know what that was? And he just gives me this look and says in all of his time being out in the woods he had never seen or been involved in anything like that before and listen I don't know if he was messing with me if he was messing with me then he also is not only a good like woodsman or whatever you would call it but he's also an incredible actor because the guy was talking in a way where his voice was shaking with fear which did not instill more confidence in me like I thought this dude was basically as 
I don't know. Oh, I'm going to just go out in the woods and build a cabin with my bare hands. And here he is shaking, being like, I've never seen anything like that before. And we're whispering back and forth. And I don't know what it is. So I say, well, what do we do? What do we do? And he says, well, I'm not going out of the tent until it's daylight. And I say, well, I'm not either, man. I'm not trying to go out there by myself. And so he says, we should probably just stay in here and wait. And so we sat in the tent in basically silence, only whispering anytime we would hear something or whatnot for like the next two hours, waiting for the first crack of sunlight to come up. And even when the first crack of sunlight started to be visible, neither of us wanted to really go out there because there was nothing making any noise. No birds chirping, we didn't hear any movement, like it was like the entire world around us had gone insanely silent. Which, I don't know if it was just too early in the morning, but usually as soon as the sun starts coming up, you start to hear like birds and whatnot, but it was just quiet, like eerily silent. And uh, as the sun came up more and more, when it finally was like fully up, sun fully blaring, we decided to come out of the tent. And we step out of the tent, and we didn't even really have to talk to each other, we immediately knew what we were going to do. We were going to first take inventory of everything that had been moved around and then pack it up and leave as fast as humanly possible. And I'm telling you, man, everything in our camp had just been moved around like nothing had been taken, no food, no, no gear, nothing was stolen. Everything had just been moved, like flipped upside down, taken to the other side of the camp. I don't know, whatever was out there in the woods just felt like terrifying people or what, but it had walked up to our camp, touched our tent, and then just decided to just rearrange everything and not take anything. Like, if it was just some crazy dude out in the woods, you think he would have scavenged our gear or something, taken it, if he's out here living in the wilderness by himself, but no, it just moved all of our crap around. And so we're really freaked out because it didn't even take anything. It was almost like whatever had come up to the tent was trying to scare us. Like, that was literally all it was trying to do. It wasn't trying to steal anything. It was just messing with us. So that didn't make us any more comfortable, and we start packing up everything as fast as we can, man. Like, I usually like to pack things pretty quickly. I don't like to spend a lot of time packing. That being said, I was in overdrive, bro. I took the juggernaut drink for packing. I was just throwing stuff in the backpack. I didn't care if it really fit that well, man. I would carry some of it in my hands if I had to. We're just shoving crap in bags and getting everything packed up. And finally, after probably like 20 minutes of just throwing stuff into our bags, we finally have everything. And my cousin's like, are you good? And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. And we just start hauling it back towards the car. And thankfully, my cousin was pretty good at navigation. So I'm just kind of following him. And we weren't running through the woods. Like, obviously, we're not Usain Bolt out here just sprinting through the woods like we're experts. But we're, we're going pretty quick. We're going as fast as we can. We're not taking a lot of breaks. We're like drinking water as we're walking. We're just trying to get it done. And the hike that had taken us seven hours to get out to is on track to probably be done in about five hours. We were really picking up the pace. And my cousin's like, man, we're making great time. But about two and a half hours into this hike back out to the car, everything in the woods goes silent again. And up to this point, like there had been, you know, birds chirping, like you can see squirrels squirrels on trees and whatnot. All of a sudden, everything goes just dead silent. And my cousin looks at me and just signals like, stop. So I stop and I'm like whispering to him, what? And he says, everything just went quiet. That's weird. That usually means something's around. So I start looking around. Not that I'm going to find anything. I don't even know why I'm looking around, bro. I'm like, oh yeah, no, dude, trust me. I'll scan the tree line. I'll figure it out. Yeah. What am I going to do? 
Anyways, as we're looking around, we hear a branch break about 20 feet behind us, and my cousin just yells, run, and starts running. And listen, he's supposed to be the expert of the woods, Mr. Snow White, able to, like, sing to the animals and whatnot, so when he yells, run, and takes off, I don't really know what's going on. All I know is I'm not about to be sitting here not running, because I feel like that's how I end up in, like, a, a missing 411 video. His cousin ran, and Ryan was never seen again. I'm not trying to go out like that, alright? I'm not trying to die to the wood demons. I'm gonna die like 87 years old of some weird disease that doesn't exist yet. Either way, we are just running through the woods now as fast as we can. The terrain is, like, pretty forgiving. I lost my footing a couple times. I'm able to recover it, but we're just running. And I don't stop running until my cousin stops running, and this guy can run for a while. And we're probably sprinting for about 15 minutes. And for those 15 minutes, I wasn't looking back because I knew that was going to slow me down. And we also didn't really hear anything behind us. I don't know why we kept running forever, probably just to get out of that situation as far as we could. But we finally, like, run for 15 minutes and my cousin stops and he's out of breath and I'm out of breath and we're breathing heavy. And we start drinking water and we're like, what was that, man? Like, what do you think that was? And I ask him why he was so scared and he goes, honestly, it probably would have been a bad idea to run if that would have been, like, a bear or something bad idea. But he just said that, like, a wave of fear washed over him and the only thing that his brain could do was just like say run and take off which this guy wasn't really afraid of love a lot like as long as I've known him which is a while he's my cousin I had never really seen him get shaken up by anything so the fact that he's sitting here being like dude I don't know I just had an overwhelming uh, feeling to run didn't calm me down indefinitely. I was glad that we took off because, like, he was the type of guy that would purposely stay in situations a little bit too long because he was just so chill and, like, not scared. The type of guy to be like, if a, a rhino was rushing him, just stare it down and be like, it's gonna stop, trust me. So the fact that he had freaked out and started running made me be like, oh yeah, we were mere inches away from death. Not that we were or whatnot, but we just definitely, definitely both felt like we needed to get out of there. And we're still probably about two hours or so away from like being back to the car. And at that point, we kept up the pace. We were going like a little bit faster than our normal pace, which was hard to keep up with him for a bit. But at the same time, I wasn't really trying to stick around here anymore. It became obvious to both of us that whatever had been messing with us at the camp last night had been following us. Just because it hadn't chased after us, we assumed that it had to have been something like that. Everything had gone quiet. If it would have been a bear or something, like the last thing you're supposed to do is run. So we both had just kind of assumed that whatever had messed with us at the camp had been following us and it just happened to freak us out enough for us to sprint and hadn't followed us. But we weren't trying to stick around and let it catch up or figure out what it was for another night. So we're just hauling it through the woods. And we're like keeping our voices down but still talking to each other. And I'm asking him, what do you think it is? What do you think it is? And he just doesn't have an answer for me. And usually this guy is Mr. Logical Explanation. So that wasn't calming me down either. And finally we get to the point where we could hear the road. And we start picking up the pace even more. Kind of jogging a little bit. And we get to the car. And he says, just throw your stuff in the back. So I throw my stuff in the back, I hop in the car, and we peel out of there. And my cousin is driving like he's in a GTA server a little bit. He's going like 50 and like a 30. 
And so I tell him to relax, slow down. And he goes, sorry, I'm just scared. I'm scared. And I'm like, what are you scared of? And he says, I think I saw something following us for that last little bit, but I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to freak you out. Which, listen, if you didn't want to say anything, you just shouldn't have said anything ever, bro. I really didn't want to hear that. I was already freaking out enough, and he's like, oh yeah, by the way, I saw something following us, but didn't want to tell you. Well, now I know we were still being followed, and he said that, like, it had kind of started approaching the car. That's why he had just said, throw the stuff in and go, and he just wanted to get out of there. And so I'm like, what was it, you know? And he said it just looked like a dude, but it looked like a dude that had been in the woods for a really long time. Looked like his clothes had just been through the ringer just beat to crap and whatnot maybe he was just some guy like uh, trying to hide from something I don't know maybe he was just one of those dudes that has enough go lives in the shack in the middle of the woods either way I was not trying to hang out and uh, mess around and I'm glad my cousin just got us in the car and got us out of there very very thankful he didn't go stupidest person in a horror movie mode and like go investigate it last thing I want to do is have to explain to my aunt why my cousin was eaten by a pack of wild cannibals in the woods And, uh, once we were in the car, we just literally drove until we, like, hit this town. And my cousin and I pulled over into this motel because we hadn't slept the night before. We had hiked back out. We were literally exhausted. We get a room and we just passed out, man. I had never slept that good in a very, very long time. I will say that. Like, very thankful if there's one good benefit out of all of this, I slept like a baby in that motel, all right? The bed sucked. It didn't even matter. We just needed a cheap place to sleep because we were exhausted. We both passed out. We slept. I I had some pretty freaky dreams, obviously, about... like being camping in the woods and being watched not very swag I don't think I had a vision or anything I think my brain just concocted a nightmare because of the situation that my cousin had apparently just decided to keep from me either way we wake up and my cousin's like ready to go I say yes we hop in we drive home we get back and our family is kind of like you guys are back way earlier than we thought you were going to be and we're like yeah we tell them the story they are definitely shaken up but my dad thinks we're messing with them he's like oh yeah sure you guys are just pranking us probably couldn't handle out there being in the woods because you're so addicted to cell phones ha 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 you know boomer joke you, you really zinged me dad Either way, uh, we were like, no, I swear, I swear. And so uh, we have another uncle that's kind of like the crazy conspiracy theory guy. I've told stories about him before on this channel. And of course, he starts talking about how like, yeah, there's all these civilizations that live out in the woods and they don't like visitors. So if you go out there, they'll come mess with your stuff to teach you a lesson. And I don't necessarily believe that, but I don't really know what it was, bro. I didn't see anything. Maybe my cousin could have just been messing with me. Maybe he had a friend out there. I don't know. Either way, bro, I was just happy to get out of there. There's something really unnerving about seeing someone that you, like, respect a lot and think very highly of, especially when it comes to just being tough and not afraid of anything, start to be shaken up and freaking out. Does not add confidence to the situation, dude. But I'm proud of myself for just hiking out of there, man. Adrenaline and fear is one hell of a motivator. Usually in that situation, I'd be so winded, I'd be like, I'm so tired. The fear of being eaten by whatever is following us, though, definitely makes made me be like, oh, this is easy, man. I could run forever. I felt like the cop from Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, you know, the meme of him running, like that was the speed at which I was able to get out of this. Either way, uh, I survived. I I don't know. I don't really know how much danger I was in, to be honest. I still don't really know what it was. All I know is it was freaky. I was pretty freaked out in the moment. Still don't really know what it was. If anyone has any ideas, let me know in the comments section. Could it have just been like just dude living in the woods? I I don't know, man. I'm, I'm open to anything. I really have no clue. 
All I know is that uh, what it really reaffirmed to me is that I'm going to stick to camping in places where people usually camp. Like, I'm not going to go uh, off the beaten path anymore. More power to the people that have the bravery to do it and the skills and whatnot. I'll just stick to camping where people usually camp. I'm not trying to go fight another band of misfit toys, a.k.a. cannibals out in the woods. I've seen enough horror movies to know. You, you think Blair Witch Project was a movie? No, it was a documentary. I'm not trying to end up like that. I'll stick to the well-beaten path, unless I absolutely have to get off of it. Until then, I'm staying right here. This is the comfort zone. I don't really know what it was. It was weird, though. Either way, guys, I think that's gonna do it for the video. Hopefully you enjoyed it. If you did, I'd really appreciate y'all taking a second to press the like button. Let me know what you thought in the comment section down below i've been grinding out the longer videos all right this is another 30 minute one so if you like these if you like and comment it just makes the video do better makes me make more of them so if you enjoyed this please do that and if you're new subscribe and turn on notifications i try to post videos like this every day every other day depending on the month so uh, subscribe, turn on notifications so you never miss out. And if you like the story times but would prefer to listen to an audio version, I do post them on Spotify. Link down below to that if you're interested in that. And uh, beyond that, if you want to listen to story times while you're doing chores, playing video games, homework, whatever it may be, I do have a playlist in the description that I made here on YouTube of my favorite story times of the year, so feel free to check that out if you need something to listen to. But uh, yeah, on that note, guys, I think that'll really do it. Thank you all so much for watching. Don't get anyone pregnant if you do make sure they're hot, and hopefully I'll see each and every single one of you guys next time. I'm out. Peace.